Hello! Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I'm still wearing my glasses. Let's not do that today. Um, I am... <laughs> I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. That's me. That's him. H- happy... Happy Impact Day! First Impact Podcast ever. This is revolutionary. This is a new era. Did we not do one for an impact pay-per-view? Never did a never did an impact pay-per-view. <laughs> not that I know <laughs> of. I think we did one. We did like a we might have done like a stream 2K20 stream after a pay-per-view or something. We we've done 2K20 streams after impact shows. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So uh what what a what a what a show to have our first episode on it wasn't very special <laughs> it wasn't but it was it wasn't but it was fun sorry i'm trying to get something and i had to move the um thing with the sign mm-hmm. and Pepita immediately was like gotta walk under that like she was in the middle of cleaning her paw and then she saw that and she was like fuck <laughs> Um, I, I still had so much fun with it, though, and I think that's, like, the thing about Impact that I love, is that, like, it doesn't really have to be an episode that's, like, phenomenal in any way. hmm You know? I'm, I didn't love, love this episode. I thought it was, like, just fine. I'm starting to notice the similarities between WWE and Impact. Um. But don't say that. <laughs> It has to do a lot with, like, the booking and all that. Um, but it's it's definitely not as bad as, like, Raw. Um, but I, I, I still enjoyed it. There's some fun matches. Nothing exceptional, but um, still... I definitely get more excited than I ever did with WWE yeah. to tune into Impact. Nothing feels too convoluted in Impact right now. No, and I. But what I like is that, like, the half of the shows, the promos, the promos are super fun. Yeah, and and um, I know there's like the LOL TNA uh, type stuff back in the day, uh, but it, it impact doesn't feel convoluted. It it still feels like everything makes sense, even. Even if you have uh, Ben Juice and Bullet Club getting a title shot after title shot. We didn't see any Finn Juice, though. We didn't. I think because they're doing uh, New Japan stuff. Are they? Well, yeah, they're on Strong. Oh, I... Um, I haven't watched Strong in a while. That, that's just me guessing. Um, because Jonah's also in Strong, so... Maybe I'm wrong. But Jonah and Juice have a feud, I think. No, Jonah only beat up Juice because Juice was in the way of Moose. That's what Jonah was talking about today. It's like he oh, wants right. to fight Moose. Hmm. I don't know. But, um... Uh, yeah. Yeah? So, Impact. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. I think it was um, it was interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I it. I wish they would stop doing the monthly pay per views. It's my like my same gripe with WWE, but at least with um Impact, the quarterly ones still feel special. Like Hard to Kill feels special, unlike Turning Point. Bound for Glory definitely felt special. Yeah. Um. With that said, there was there was some fun stuff like Scott Demore getting angrier and angrier with every time he had to explain that next week he's going to announce the six competitors in the Knockouts X Division match. Or he didn't need to snap at Alicia the way he did. <laughs> I think he did. He's had to explain that too many times. She should watch her own product. Uh, I just like that she like kept repeating it, and he was like, "Just listen to me. 
And then didn't answer the question again, and I was like, <laughs> Scott! Um, it looks like we might be getting a title shot with Matt Cardona, which will be super awesome. Matt Cardona versus Moose. That's going to be a great match, especially if it's like a no-DQ, street fight, deathmatch kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, with uh, Matt Cardona's reputation in the indies for death matches. Um, the stuff with inspiration and in the influence was was a bit fun. Um, now that Tennille Dashwood is back, uh, she was told about in another um, another tag team that has that starts with the letter I, and that they are Australian too. Um, but she's reunited with uh, Inspiration because yes. I think they were together in in a, not together but like they knew each other from WWE. Was Sunil in WWE? Yeah, she was Emma. Oh. Um. We'll change their names and I forget who they are. <laughs> no good brothers at all today. Um. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes there's a blessing. Um, that's that's kind of I mean it's kind of it for the recap in terms of special stuff I mean you also had like Jonah's first match which was nothing special Um, he called out Moose but didn't someone come out to no he called out Josh Alexander Um, Chris Sabin fought Matt Raywalt. Um, uh, what else happened? Trey, Miguel, and Macklin brawled backstage. Rachel Alring fought Savannah Evans. Rich Swan and Willie Mack fought Violent by Design. You know, it, it, it was nothing, nothing super exciting. Run of the mill stuff, but it wasn't bad. Story building. Yeah. Um. All right. So you want to go into the news, if there is any? Did you forget to look at the news? No, I didn't. You could just say there is no news. No, there was news. There was. I think. I don't know. Uh, first piece of news is I ordered cookie cutters and they finally arrived. Are they like sting-shaped cookie cutters? No, they're Christmas-shaped. Um, let's see. Bookmarks. I think there's news. Oh yeah, there's a little bit of news. Okay. Um, it's all. Most all WWE news. Um, first piece of WWE news is that they canceled their Canada return dates. Um, hate doing this on my computer, but my phone is almost dead. Um, they were originally to be in um, Winnipeg and Edmonton, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not about ticket sales. There's not really a reason why. But um, apparently it also might include Toronto, which, if you recall last night, Chris Stratus was supposed to host the Toronto episode. Right. Or house show. Mm-hmm. It's just like... The timing isn't exactly there. Uh, I've got a couple pieces of news as well. Oh, do you now? I do. One of them is regarding AEW. One of them is about NXT. Well, give me some time. Um, speaking of NXT, Dave Meltzer started talking about like the fact that like they might be getting rid of the cruiserweight belt. That's not shocking. Yeah. Rename it. Make it something else. Apparently. He's saying that um, because of Joe Gacy challenging for it, 
and Bivens waiving the weight limit. Um, it looks like they're going to get rid of the cruiserweight title. Um, will it become the all-inclusive title? No, probably not. But um, it, it, it is kind of a shame, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, but it never really got off the ground. Um, there were some great champions like Angel Garza um, and Leo Rush, but I, yeah, I don't think it ever landed anywhere once Vince took over with 205 Live. Um, had Triple H kept the reins of it, I'm sure it would have gone somewhere, especially with Santos Escobar holding it. Um, but by that point, Vince was already in control of 205 Live, so there was nowhere else for that to go. Yeah. It makes you wonder, though, if Gacy's actually... I, I guess this means that Gacy might actually get the title. Maybe. It's going to be... Okay. Sure. Um, also, this is not WWE news, and I guess I'll wait, but like I kind of want to talk about it now. No, I'll wait. Um... Then some other NXT news is Beth Phoenix. Um, that was actually the news I wanted to talk about. Oh, well, sorry. No, um, you can talk about it technically. Um, I'm just here to say that Beth Phoenix has announced that after War Games, she will be departing from NXT. Yes, that will be her final night on commentary. And uh, I wonder if anybody's going to be replacing her. Or if it will just be Wade and Vic. Which sounds like a recipe think, for disaster. I think that'd be cute. Yeah. They should get Samoa Joe. Cool. Yeah. Or uh, uh, William Regal. It's just a shame to lose, like, the only female commentator. Like, well, it, are they getting rid of her or is she leaving? She's not doing commentary anymore. I don't know if she's technically stepping away from WWE as a whole, but she's not doing commentary anymore. Um, yeah, she, she said, I will remain a part of WWE. I've made the choice. To, it was her choice to step away from the booth and spend more time with family. Um, so, yeah. It, it was her choice. I wonder who will be replacing her. If anybody. Hmm? If anybody. Yeah, they might not. Um, so while we're here, do you have any more WWE news? Not WWE, no. Okay. Um, some non-AW, non-Impact news. Um, Alex Coughlin and uh, Dante Caballero have been announced for the Terminus debut show. Oh, good for them. That was a couple days ago, but I thought that was interesting and we didn't talk about that, so... That's going to be a really cool match. Miriam, uh, going, going back real quick, Miriam makes an interesting suggestion. Do you think this has anything to do with this Edge and Miz feud where people are speculating that Miz and Maurice are going to face Edge and Beth in the future? That'd be so cool. That sounds very possible. Very, very possible. I'd be very down for that. Mm -hmm. Um... All right, so now I've just got one piece of news left, and that's AEW. Um, apparently, Anthony Agogo is back. Oh, is he? Yeah. Awesome. He was um, back for the Dark Elevation tapings, I believe, prior to uh, last night's Dynamite. Oh, wow. I wonder yeah. if uh, he'll make an appearance next week or at Winter is Coming. Hopefully Winter is Coming. That'd be an awesome show. But also hopefully next week when we'll be there. I was going to say, let's have something. Because <laughs> I'm not getting Bobby Fish. His fucking walkout is, is one of the best. It I is, don't even remember it. At this oh point. my god. It, it's like kind of like westerny but British. It's like straight from Peaky Blinders. Um, it's so good. It's so good. 
Uh, I I would love to see him challenge like Hangman Page, like super quick. I feel like he deserves it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and hopefully it gets uh the factory back in a better place, or at least he leaves the factory. Well, he debuted, or not debuted, but he returned with the factory. So okay. So. Maybe some factory Dark Order stuff. Maybe. That could be cool. Um, so I've, I've got a little bit of uh, AEW news as well. Uh, okay. Jim Ross gave his treatment plan and returned to AEW. He said that uh, he's got it all planned out. If it goes on schedule, his last treatment will be on the day of the Dynamite show at Daly's Place. He'll have his last treatment that morning, and then hopefully be back on the air that night. So that would be cool. Hopefully, um, everything all goes well, and he can stick to that plan, if not sooner. Yeah. Best of luck to to Jr. Yes, absolutely. All right, you ready to go into the recap? Of the episode. Let's do it. Um, Johnny Gargano also teased uh, on Twitter. He teased uh, Rebel Heart coming back. Yes, he did. Please tell me he brings it back for war games. That would be so amazing. One final ride, baby. Or let him bring uh, Rebel Heart to AEW. Imagine. Oh my god. They would god. never. <laughs> They'd never let him. Oh. I, I wish. I wish he could. Alright. So. Tonight's episode of Impact... We uh we'll quickly mention BTI, which had Hikaleo versus Jake something, really fun match that uh Jake something, uh won over in. Yeah, um, scary shit watching two men of that size. Yeah, um, we we had a lot of, a couple of big beefy men, uh, wrestling tonight. Them, yeah, we did. Moose, Morrissey, Jonah. Didn't I didn't quite the one thing I didn't like so much in this match was that like the running bit was like um that Jake wasn't strong enough to suplex Hikaleo. Which mm. I thought was really weird because like he's a pretty big dude. Well, what what commentary said was that he's make he's like it's because he's too tall, and so like the um the proportions doesn't really work for lifting him. I think he said because he's making his body go limp. That could be it. Um, I like this match a lot though. I thought this was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Um, Miriam said Tony Khan could afford Rebel Heart. There's some hope. I hope so. True. <laughs> really hope so. If not some version of it, like we got some version of Adam Cole's walkout in AEW, so we can get a version of Rebel Heart for Johnny. There's always, and always have your fingers crossed. Yeah. That much. Yeah. Uh, Def Rebel was working on miracles when he did Rebel Heart. Was it Def Rebel? I have no clue. I feel like it was. No, it was CFO CFOS. Okay. Yeah, CFOS is usually. It made the good ones. Although, uh, Def Rebel did do Zoe Starks, and that one is fantastic. That one I don't really know. Uh, um. Okay, so. Uh, going to the main card, we had uh, Matt Cardona come out to start the show. He says, Turning Point was a hell of the show. There was no referee because Morrissey shoved me into the ref. 
for those who didn't know, um, Morrissey fought, uh, W. Morrissey fought Matt Cardona at Turning Point, which Morrissey won. He says, I'm not here to complain. Uh, Moose knows what I'm capable of. The only reason I'm here in Impact is to be the world champion. So Moose, listen up. I guess that means the only reason I'm here is to beat. Uh, and then more, uh, Moose comes out. He says, Matt, how long have you been wrestling? This, this was a fantastic promo from Moose. Um, how long have you been wrestling? 18 years. In the 18 years, I'm sure you've accomplished so much. You've been all around the world. and Everyone knows who you are. You have your own YouTube channel, your own podcast. You have a huge house, and in that huge house, you have a room with all these action figures. You have a beautiful wife. You're, you've even earned a cute little nickname in the indies, the Deathmatch King, which then prompted a Deathmatch King chant from the crowd. Um, but Matt, don't try to overshoot that. Truthfully, you're just not that guy. Uh, you would never be a top guy in this business. Do you really want to step into the ring with me? Do you really want to have a match with me? I know you saw what I did to Eddie Edwards. I'm standing. He's not. Do you really want to have a wrestling match with the wrestling god? I promise you, it's going to, be, it's going to last as long as your Intercontinental Championship run. Does that make you mad? Does that make you hot? They saw in you what I see in you. You're nothing but a mid-carder. You should change your name to Mid-Cardoner. <laughs> that was fucked up. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> um, and Cardona just says, you've got a big mouth, say that one more time. Moose is about to say it, but then Cardona uh, hits Moose, takes him down. Morrissey runs down the ramp to help Moose. Um, and they eventually take down Cardona, and Eddie Edwards comes out to help. And uh, to set up a little partnership between Cardona and... Edwards. We then get a promo from Violent by Design. Um, Eric Young says, Turning Point was a turn up for us and a turn down for you. Ryan O, you came to Impact. Claiming family was the most powerful thing. We told you nobody walks away from VBD. There will be a reckoning, a reckoning of violence you can't understand. This is a warning, Impact. There is a design and it will be violent. Um, then we get Matt Cardona and Scott Damore. Um, Scott says, seems like this isn't settled and we need a main event tonight. Also something that is similar with WWE. Kind of hated that. So look. What is that? Our guest host. Oh, I was looking at the wrong thing. She's like not in it. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, because of the... It's like cropped layout. Yeah. How's that? Oh, so good, so good. She doesn't know what to do. Beautiful. <laughs> also, she's doing the thing that I hate, where she gets up on the bed and then lays in the middle of like the top of the bed, so that once I'm done with this, if I if she's still there, like what the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm just gonna have to like curl up on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another similarity with WWE that they don't, that sometimes they don't have their main event booked by Showtime. Although, next week, they do have their main event already booked, so they can't pull that same shit. Um, which I think it's, it's gonna be Rhino versus Eric Young. I think that's their main event. Also, my notifications are on my laptop. Okay. Um... Scott says, you and Eddie versus Moose and Morrissey. Cardona says, I want more than that. I want a shot at the title. Scott says, be ready for the main event, then prove you deserve an opportunity. You say you're always ready. Um, Cardona leaves, and Jordan Grace and Rachel Elring walk in. Uh, Rachel says, we want a shot at the, ti at the tag titles. Or the, we want a shot at the title, the knockout title. Scott says, that match at Hard to Kill is going to have six competitors in it. And then Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans walk in. Tasha says, the only competitors you need are me and Savannah, not these two losers. Um, Jordan says, losers, we are not... Oh no, Rachel says, losers, we are not two losers. Um, Rachel says, last time I beat you. 
Scott says, ladies, tensions are running high. I'm going to announce the six competitors next week. Uh, wait till then because uh, we're settling issues tonight. Rachel and Savannah, one-on-one. And then we go back to the ring for Matthew Raywalt versus Chris Sabin with Deanna Perrazzo on commentary. I just want to say I called it. I was so excited with myself that I called it, and it made me very, very happy. Um, ooh, ooh, a little laggy. Okay. Um, the match is like 90% just arm drags. Yeah. Out here, Northern. Um, Matt gets a leg up during a commercial break, starts raining blows on the back of Saban's neck, hits Saban with this really fucking cool thing um, that I've never seen before, which is like the pendulum elbow. Um, you thought it was cool. You commented on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really fun. Um, Saban ends up hanging Matt up on the top rope to get free. There's a jumping DDT to Raywalt. And then Yana yeah, Peraza just like out of nowhere decides, you know what, fuck this. It's up. She's on commentary. I don't know if we talked about that. Um, but she's on commentary. Um, she gets up on the apron, and Saban kind of, like, threatens to swing on her. And I was like, it's usually not legal in wrestling as it is, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Usually the, usually the close fist punch and, like, the choke out are the two things that you're really just not allowed to do in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever Chris wants to do. Um, Raywalt takes advantage of the distraction. It's not enough, though. We get a cradle shock to win. I like this match a lot. Um, the thing I didn't like was, and it was only made better by one thing and one thing in particular. And that was, at the end, um, Mickey James attacks Deanna. And then Mickey basically chases Deanna out of the uh, arena. Mm-hmm. And Chris Saban's just standing there looking at them, like, from, like, the ropes, like, after the match is over. And he just, like, looks like... <laughs> as it's like, as they're running after each other. And I was like, you know what? I get it, Chris. I get it. Yeah. Me too. Also, you want to know something fun? One year ago today, Sting debuted at AEW at Winter is Coming. Mm-hmm. To, uh... To an almost empty Daly's place. Oh, yeah. God, it feels so long ago. It does. It really does. All right. Also, Britt Baker tweeted out, Love you, Maxwell. In response to the, the MJF thing. That's good. All right. Uh, then we had Scott Demore and Chelsea Green. Uh, Chelsea says, oh no, Scott says, first ever knockouts Ultimate X. I'll announce as competitors next week. Chelsea says, the whole world is waiting for Chelsea versus Mickey, so call me. Uh, Alicia Edwards runs in. She says, how do I get in the Ultimate X match? Scott says, six competitors at hard to kill. Winner becomes number one contender. I'll announce who they are next week. Alicia says next week I better be in it and then um, some guy comes in oh it was uh, the uh, Jai Vidal Jai, Jai Vidal Jay Jay, Vidal Jay Vidal yes because it's spelled like Jai yeah I don't know um, he, I, I, I couldn't remember why I knew him and then they started talking about Eric Young and I was like oh mm. him <laughs> I specifically remember not knowing how to spell his name when I was writing it down. Well, I was I was happy that they spelled it out for us because I didn't know what what he was saying. Vital. I thought he was like saying vital really weirdly. Mm. I was like, so is it a T? Because like <laughs> he was saying like you know I'm Jay Vital. Like I like survived Eric Young and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I get it. Vital. Like you're like really alive and chilly. And but no, I'm just a fucking moron actually. I- I just said the main event for Hard to Kill spoiled for me. Not not the result, but what the match is going to be. Because it hasn't been announced yet. Uh, Can you spoil it for me? 
if you're not interested in spoilers, mute the stream right now. Oh no, this isn't gonna work for the audio crowd. You can turn the volume down on a phone. Yeah, but they won't know when to come back. Oh. I could just text it to you. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say to do. Just to be safe. I, I feel like it's also a given. Well, the way you're... Oh, I bet I know what it is. It's that. I just, I just messaged you. Well, now we've got to wait for this message to go from Mark's room to my room. <laughs> which apparently is going to take a couple minutes. From here to the satellite. Back here. <laughs> it's really fucking annoying. It's just like, this is stupid. Wait, where'd you message me? Oh, did you Discord. message me in Discord? Yeah. Oh, that's why I can't fucking find it. I was checking Messenger. You see it? Oh. I sort of guessed that. I sort of... I, I, I that feel minus like, one person. I feel like you could gather that from what happened at the end. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I still shouldn't say it. Yeah, no. Um, if you haven't figured it out by now, though, you probably didn't watch the show. Right. Um, but with that said, um, so Jay Vidal comes in, Jay Vidal, and Scott immediately says, you're not going to be in that knockout Ultimate X match. But Jay says, your next pay-per-view is hard to kill, and who else is harder to kill than me? Uh... Scott says, the fact that you're standing here is impressive. That's the moxie I like to see. I do have an opportunity. It's against Jonah, and it's next. And Jay just has a thousand-yard stare after that. And then we get Jay, Jay Vidal versus Jonah. Yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> um, Jonah, at one point, right at the beginning, actually, um, tosses Jay overhead behind him. Jay lands on his feet, clubs Jonah, who doesn't move whatsoever. Um, there's a big vertical suplex to Jay before Jonah sentons onto him, and then we get a tsunami to win, which is not a called. It's not called a tsunami. Um, I don't know what they're gonna call it, but well, Jonah still called it the tsunami on Twitter. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe commentary was just hesitant, uh, hesitant to say it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's definitely called the tsunami still. Also, a quick shout out to Xavier Woods, who wore a Danhausen shirt on G4. Amazing, amazing stuff. Yep. Okay, so, uh, after the match, Jonah's in the ring, and he says, the whole wrestling world is talking about the top dog. That is because I take over wherever I go. And there's a reason I showed up in San Jose for NJPW. That's where I thought um, this show took place in San Jose. And then you corrected me. Um, that was to stand face-to-face -face with Moose. Moose is the world's champion, something I deserve to be. Before I go to Moose, let's talk about Josh Alexander. All I keep hearing from, from the boys online, all the fans, Josh is the best wrestler in the world. Well, to be the best, you have to go through the top dog. I, I'm, uh, I, never mind, never mind. I realize I can't talk about it. This is about the spoiler. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get that out of my mind. <laughs> um, all right. So then we have an interview with Trey Miguel. He says, I really, I feel really good about, uh, retaining. I should feel better though. Uh, the point is to remain champ, but I wanted to do it by beating Macklin. I pinned him and Laredo Kid. One kicked out, the other didn't. Um, and then Macklin runs in and attacks Trey. They start brawling. Uh, security tries to break him up, and it results in uh, Trey Miguel jumping off some boxes or something onto a... Uh, like a uh, stack of steel stuff. Yeah, onto uh, security and Macklin. Um, that, that, that was a good old backstage brawl. You don't mm -hmm. get many of those now. Oh. Uh, then we had most professional wrestler. 
distance learning. So Zicky Dice is with VSK, and they're trying to call Brian Myers. Um, Brian answers, and he says, how'd you get my number? Zicky says he got it from Cardona's phone while he was in the ring. Um, Myers hangs up. VSK wants to try and call. Um, but Zicky says he's not going to answer. He's in the desert. <laughs> uh, VSK says when he answers, he says, I don't know if you saw Turning Point, but um, Zicky says VSK lost to Rich Swan real bad. Brian Myers says, of course they saw a turning point. And then Sling crashed on us. Yeah, which was actually very funny. Sling legit turned off on our yeah. TV. <laughs> so then uh, when we came back, we were at the Moose and Morrissey promo, which had uh, Moose saying we have to make sure Cardona doesn't get close to, the, to this, the title. Morrissey says, I don't know how that concerns me. We formed a beneficial alliance, but stopping Cardona, I don't see how that benefits me. Moose says, it'll mean you don't get a shot at the title if he gets to it. Uh, Morrissey says, I don't think you have any intention on giving me a title shot. Moose responds, I'm a man of my word. Help me beat Cardona and you will get the first crack at this. And uh, then we get Savannah Evans versus Rachel Elring. Yeah. Big match. Big match. Um... Two very strong ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a huge hip toss to Rachel, who has to fight off Tasha because she kind of like where she gets thrown is um, against the side of the ring that Tasha steals is like chilling out by. Um, Rachel gets fucking wrecked for most of this match, dude. Like she gets fucking slammed. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes for the twisting leg drop off the ropes, but Savannah catches her. Like catches her leg. Um, there's a kickback DDT to Ella Ring. She finally starts fighting back. She gets Savannah on the ground with an uppercut. Senton's onto her. Um, she lifts Savannah up, but Tasha steals the straps by running after Jordan Grace. Um, doesn't really matter. Uh, there's a clothesline to Tasha uh, because Tasha gets in the ring. So Rachel clotheslines her. She lifts Savannah, lands her square on the ground to win the match. Uh... Which, I thought this match could have been done a little better. Yeah, I'm not completely sold on Savannah. Rachel's really good, but Savannah's kind of still green. Savannah, to me, I just, I, I guess I just have problems with her because I can't, like, separate her from... It, am I mistaken? She not, like, she's not a good person. I, I don't know anything like that. Um, oh god, what is his name? Savannah... Is it Savannah Evans? Yeah. Yeah. Is she not... With fucking... What's his name? Ch like, Chasen... Ch Chast oh, Chasen Rance? Yeah. Is she? You're the literally the one who told me this. I don't... I don't remember... Um, like, I swear to God, she, um, you, you literally told me this. No, it's, I think it's Santana Garrett, isn't it? No, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, I don't know. Let's see. If she's not, then sick. Awesome. Glad, you know. But you're literally the one who told me this. Uh, was it Evil Lease? Who's chasing Rant hanging out with nowadays? <laughs> Is it not still Ricochet and uh, Casey? Um, trying to look at posts online. Okay, well, people also search for Santana Garrett for real, though. Oh wait, wait, yeah, I, I think. Uh, hold on, Santana Garrett. 
spouse. No. Her spouse is definitely not uh, Chase and Rance. Beyonce, I think, is Chase and Rance. But she's married. Oh, wait. Maybe not. Maybe they got divorced or something. Okay. Sorry, Savannah. My deepest apologies. Yeah. I was looking at you through the wrong lens. Yeah, she's she's Um, married to a nutrition coach. Santana Garrett. I don't know about Savannah. I, I think Savannah Evans is completely unrelated. I wonder if you just said Santana Garrett and I was looking at Savannah Evans and I was like, that's wild. Oh, fun fact. Savannah Evans was trained by Cedric Alexander. Oh, she teamed with Big Swole at one point. Did she? Oh, yeah, at, at like, Dark, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah, I know Anyways, she's been on so, there. my apologies to Savannah Evans. I've gone the last few months uh, not liking you. Um, oh, I guess man. I can't believe everything Mark tells me and my brain interprets to be facts. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. You, you, you straight up told me about Santana Garrett, and I oh. just thought Savannah Evans. Because I'm a fucking dipshit. And it's both like an essay with an uh at the end and a man's name at, as the surname. That's why. That's my logic. I'm going to stick by that. Oh, so they were, they were engaged like years ago. Santana and uh, Jason. Yeah, hey, you know this is kosher. That's good. Um, no, I, so putting that aside then, I, I really like, I, I do really like Savannah Evans. I think that she's a nasty fucking wrestler. I, I, I think she's in the same boat as Omos for me. She's, she's I think got... she doesn't have a ton of personality, but I think from a skill level, she's really good. Yeah, having Tasha Steeles by her side is probably the best thing for her because Tasha's yeah. very, she's got a bold personality and it'll rub and off on talk. her. Yeah. All right, so after that, we had a promo with the influence. Tennille Dashwood is back and Madison Marine's like, tell us everything. But Tennille's like, what's been happening here? Um, Caleb says we got stuck in Wrestle House. New girls came in and won the tag titles. They're Australian. Um, Tennille says that they need to find those girls. And then backstage, they run into Inspiration, who are interlocking arms and putting on lip gloss, <laughs> just staring into each other's eyes. Love it. Amazing. Um, I. Truly believe that that's what you need in a bestie. <laughs> um, so the the inspiration and Tanil start like freaking out. Caleb joins in too because of the vibe. Um, they're happy to be reunited, but the inspiration looks at Caleb and and they're like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Caleb with a K." <laughs> and Cassie says, "Well, we're the inspiration with two eyes." And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> I do love how they, like, Madison Rain's like, do you know them? He's like, no, I just like the vibe. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally me, Caleb, I get it. I also love that this is like, it's just like, not everything has to be as a result in a feud. You know, people can make friends. Xavier Wood said it best. Wrestling uh, is best. Wrestling is good when there's friendship involved. Friends. Yeah. Alright, but in contrast, going to the ring, we then have Violent by Design versus Rich Swan and Lily Mack. This, this was a good match. Yeah, this was very fun. Um until it got to Eric Young distracting. Yeah. Uh so Joe Doring comes out in a Chewbacca in, in, in his full fur coat. Fucking Chewbacca. Literally every time I'm like, Joe, you're a massive fucking dude. How are you not dying right now? <laughs> He's cold. It's a cold day. I guess. Um, Joe launches Rich Swan before getting Diener, and Diener eats a chop from Swan, which gets Mac in. Uh, Mac celebrates beating his ass up a little bit too long, gets shoulder tackled by Doring. Um, 
once Doring and Diener have the upper hand, uh, Diener ends up hitting a flying headbutt to Willie Mack. Doring gets in, hits a slam and an elbow drop. Mack bear paws the shit out of Diener, though, once he's back in. There's a cutter to Diener after, uh, uh, after Rich Swan takes Doring off the apron. Um, then Eric Young, it's, Rich Swan goes up top. Eric Young distracts. Um, Diener sends Swan off of his feet onto the top turnbuckle. Um, he then goes to attack Swan with the flagpole, but Willie Mack hits Diener with a back body slam. And then Swan hits his 450 splash to Diener to win. And that is the one reason why I didn't actually hate this interference because it didn't change anything. Right. Really. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Eric Young starts beating up on, on Rich and, and Willie. And then Rhino and Heath come out to save the day. And that sets up for next week's uh, Rhino versus Eric Young in a street fight. That's going to be sick. Yeah. Um, love a good old street fight. So then we get Hernandez and Johnny Swinger backstage. Uh, Hernandez says, if that wedding went through, this was your wedding ring. He holds up something that looks massive. Um, and then, I thought he said this was your wedding gift and it was like this wad of cash. Oh, I thought he said wedding ring. No, I think he said wedding gift and I think that's why when Rohit comes in, he's like, oh, um, is that for everybody? Uh, well, like you said, Rohit, Raju, and Raj Singh walk in. And Rohit mentioned something about crypto and like Raj Bucks or something. No, uh, Desi coin. Desi coin. <laughs> Rohit's so good. He's the best. Um, uh, uh, Hernandez says we're not friends. Um, Rohit says obviously because we weren't invited to Wrestle House. Larry D then walks in. He says, I didn't want that riffraff in my home. Raj Singh says, do we look like riffraff? While you were away... Oh, no. Rohit says, do we look like riffraff? While you are away, I was X-Division champion. Um, Larry D says, maybe you can show me in a match next week. He then sprays on Cologne, and then everyone starts coughing except Johnny Swinger. Yeah, he's like, this is lovely. <laughs> oh, fucking Swinger. He's the best. All right, then we get W. Morrissey and Moose versus Matt Cardona and Eddie Edwards. Yeah. I'm um, getting asked to the camera, and Matt gets sent right into the ground by Morrissey. It's the funniest fucking thing, because it's literally ass to the camera. Fucking Matt swatted to the ground. Like, yeah, Matt Cardona got, like, a lens up his ass. Um, there's a bulldog to Morrissey from Matt. Morrissey plows through Cardona. He gets Moose in. Cardona flips out of a near Morrissey powerbomb once Morrissey is back in because Moose is in for like five seconds. Um, flips out of a near powerbomb. He gets Eddie in. Eddie hyperextends the knee of Morrissey. He goes up top. Moose tries to distract, but Eddie fends him off. He fends off Morrissey. He gets shoved off the top buckle, though, to the ground by Morrissey, where Mark and I were both like, oh my god, mm -hmm. is that a dead man? I love Morrissey's because he's done this before, where he just casually pushes somebody off of the turnbuckle. It's so good. It, it's good, but it's also, I feel like, very unsafe. Because, like, you're just saying, like, well, I hope you're ready for this. There, there are three people you can do that to. Uh, Eddie Edwards, Chris Sabin, and Sammy Callahan. Yeah, that's probably true. And if, if Darby Allen was an impact, him too. Yeah. And Alicia Edwards. Um... <laughs> no, Morrissey's going to do that no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the ultimate feud. <laughs> uh, so Eddie gets tossed into the buckles before getting his neck cranked on by Morrissey. He goes to tag out, but Cardona gets ripped off the apron by Moose. Uh, Cardona gets in. He hits a drop kick to Moose and then a double suplex to Cardona. Um, nearly happens, but Eddie comes in, saves him, and basically match ends with Matt Cardona rolling up Moose to win. Yes, 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 and uh, that that pretty much guarantees that Cardona will get a match against Moose uh, for Hard to Kill. 
title match. And then, after the match, Morrissey turns on Moose. Gives him a big old boot to the face. So, that's a big old face turn for Morrissey. Yeah, or not. Tweener. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with, with the way Morrissey has kind of been talking lately, how he's been kind of down to earth and, you know, questioning Moose a lot, um, it's kind of inevitable. Makes sense. It's not so off the cuff. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Really good. All right. You want to talk about uh, bests of the night? Should I do the uh the the rankings update in this episode or on Sunday's show? Okay. Definitely Sunday. Okay. Alright. So actually why don't I do it now? Because it'll be tweeted first on Sunday. Let's incentivize people to come here. And get the info first. Alright. So before we get to the best of the night. Let me give a quick update on the top 10 wrestlers in professional wrestling. Um, all of professional wrestling. Not just WWE or the major promotions. All over. Alright. So. Number 10. One half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, Randy Orton. Number nine, the AAA. Oh, no, not. He's not a champion anymore. The Bout Machine. Kenny By God Omega, number nine. Remember when he was number he's one? He's going to follow up that pretty shortly, I'm sure. Yep, yep, yep. Actually, uh, it might be a while, actually. Because he's not having any matches anytime soon. Oh, I felt like that would make it so he does. It depends. Um, number eight, Sting's best friend, Darby Allen. Number seven, one half of the Impact Tag Champs, Doc Gallows. Number six, uh, best wrestler in the world, Josh Alexander. Number five, uh, the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. Number four, the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Number three, the WWE Champion, Big E. Number two, the other half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, Riddle. And number one, the United States Champion, Damian Priest. Um, and with, with the new year coming, the rankings will reset. So this list will be finalized very soon. Um, we might get an indie wrestler in there. We might get somebody from New Japan in there before the year is up. Um, mm. Might get some more impact people or some WWE people might fall off that list. Hopefully. <laughs> right now, WWE has a monopoly on the list. They've got like, yeah, and that's when people see the list and they're like, that's wrong. It's like, well, not our fault. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't help that uh, at their house shows, they only have title matches or all, almost only title matches. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the best of the night. If you have a question for our question segment, which is after the bests of the night, leave it in the chat now, and we'll get to it after the bests of the night. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to it in the next episode. If you're listening in the audio realm, sorry, but you'll have to join us at the live show, twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast, or on YouTube, the pinfall podcast. Um,. But without further ado, let's get into the promo of the night. And there wasn't a ton. I mean, Moose's promo was fantastic, but that was that wasn't the only part of the promo. Matt Cardona was also the other part, and it was kind of weak. Um, but then there was also like um Scott yelling at Alicia, which was fun. But that wasn't the only part of the promo. Um, but then you had the backstage brawl with Macklin and Trey, which was cool. And then there was also the inspiration and the influence. That was fun. It's tough. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any ideas? 
I don't know. I really don't. I... The backstage role is pretty sick. It was. It was. One of the better backstage brawls that we've seen. Yeah. You want to go with that? Yeah. Why not? All right. So, next up is Wrestler of the Night. Now, let me give you a couple options for this. Nobody was, nobody was really impressive in this in this episode. Um, so I'm gonna give you a couple options. This will include BTI. Um, let me give you Jake something, Matthew Raywalt, and Rich Swan. One out of those three. Unless you have a one that's that's not part of that that group. I don't know if I do, but like. I don't know. Um, who would you lean towards? Probably Matt Raywalt. I mean, he, he puts so much gusto in his wrestling, and it's not just because of his gimmick. He just puts so much of his gimmick into his moveset. Yeah, I can go with that. Okay. I wish he'd won. He, he really needed to win that. There's no reason for Chris Sabin to have won that match. No, it's going to become a feud. Yeah. Like they could still make it a feud and have Chris and Sa- have Chris Saban lose. Like, if anyone is gonna like jump back after a loss and and want to fight their opponent, it's Chris Saban. He can eat so many losses and still be fine. Yeah, I I, I didn't hate that honestly. Mm. All right, so Matt Ray Walton is our wrestler of the night. Now let's go to our match of the night. As always, we go from the worst to the best match, and Liz will say if she agreed. There's nothing super exceptional this week, um, but without further ado, let's get to the worst match, which was Jonah versus Jay Vidal with a 4 out of 10. It was a squash match. wasn't anything special. You know, that's was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, 4 out of 10, uh, Savannah Evans versus Rachel Elring. This is fine. Again, I'm not really sold on Savannah Evans yet. I, I still think she's got a ways to go. Um, she looks good. I disagree with that. Hmm? I disagree with it, but not to the point where I think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. I I just think that she's got a good move set. I just think she needs to, you know, get a bit more of a of a in ring personality. Um, next up with a 5 out of 10 Matthew Raywalt versus Chris Sabin this match was really fun um, I'm glad the distraction wasn't too much with like Deanna Perrazzo and Mickey James um, like when Mickey James came out there was like they weren't distracted which normally they would be um the only reason I didn't rank this higher was because I feel like the uh, the wrong person won, but it didn't didn't upset me that much. Yeah. Uh, next up with a six out of ten. Um, but 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 what is W Morrissey and Moose versus Matt Cardona and Eddie Edwards. I thought this match was it was fun. It was fine. You know, pretty good. Um, nothing really special. Nobody really shined that much in this match. Um, I'm really excited for any singles match between Moose and Matt Cardona. Um, or even W. Morrissey and Moose. I think it'll be great. Um, but this match didn't really do anything for me. Uh, next up... Hikaleo versus Jake something, 6 out of 10. It was a really fun match. This was like, this should have been on the main card with how fun this was. Yeah, this was like one of those matches where like, when they announced it for BTI, I was like, 
Which, okay. like, I get it. Jake something is, like, a BTI guy, I guess. Which I... He doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stick him in the faction. Any Any faction. All right, and my pick for match of the night. Diener and Joe Doring versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Six out of ten. This is a lot of fun. This is just great. Yeah. Great, beefy fun. I fully agree. I, I, I um, love watching I had the time I this match. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a mixture of, like, DVD is always super fun to watch. And then on top of that, Willie Mack and Rich Swan are super fun to watch. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, of course. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, I knew it was going to be this one too. The moment I started taking notes, I was like, I've taken a lot of notes for this. <laughs> All right. So to run it back, promo of the night, Trey Miguel and Steve Macklin brawl backstage. Wrestler of the night, Matthew Raywalt. Match of the night, uh, VBD versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack. All right, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, I'll answer a question. Let me let me check on YouTube, see if we have any questions there before we start. Da, 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 da. Is this a question we haven't answered? No. Okay. Um. So, question from Miriam in the chat. Who do you guys think will be part of the Knockouts Ultimate X match? Well, it better be Alicia. Alicia, yeah. She'll she'll bring the fire with the kendo stick. What's the name of her kendo stick? Kendra. Kendra? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Deanna will be. You think Deanna? Yeah. No, she's she has a match against uh Mickey at Hard to Kill. Oh. Um, Jordan Grace better be a part of it. Jordan Grace, I would assume, yeah. Um, I hope Sue Young. I hope Sue Young or... Um, Kimberly. Thank you, Kimberly. Here, wait, you, you give your six and then I'll give my six. Six? Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, that's, that's how many are so I've got Alicia, Kimberly, Jordan... I would assume either Tasha or Savannah. And maybe like Madison Rain to Neil. One of those ladies. Okay, okay. I'm going to say Jordan, uh, Alicia, Tasha, um, Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Um, oh, yeah. Sue Young, um, and Rosemary. I think that's yeah. a good card. That's a that's a that's that's strong. I was kind of upset we didn't see any. Um, I know that we're gonna see Decay next week, but mm. I didn't get to see any Decay this week. Yeah, I mean, I I like that they try not they they don't try and like shove everyone in like WWE tries to do. Like, have everyone make an appearance. That's true. Um, so it, Saves us from weird Callisto, I like your hat promos. Yeah, or uh, Shinsuke standing on the sideline as Rick Boogs as a match. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it makes people feel valued. Or, or appear valued. I I really... Um, I'm looking forward to the Ultimate X knockouts match. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, especially after the, um, what was that match at, uh, uh, was it Bound for Glory? The Triple Threat or Fatal 4-Way or whatever with the women, with Alicia, Jordan, Kimberly, and Savannah. Oh, uh, the Monsters Ball. Monsters Ball, yeah. If it's anything like that, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Even, even that, though Savannah won that when she definitely should not have. Stupid. I was so mad. <laughs> she was barely in the match. And it was not just because I thought that Savannah was a horrible person at the time, but I just thought it was like a very stupid choice. 
Jordan 100% should have won that. I mean, after that muscle buster, my God. Yeah. Or even Kimberly at that point, because she was like, it's so many fucking, like, tacks sticking out of her, and I was like, yeah. This isn't fun. Yeah. I'm not having fun anymore. All right, well, that does it for us. That's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Yes, I would. Um, if you join us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. Happy uh, over halfway through Hanukkah day. Um, please join us Sunday for our Sunday show, which will be our Friendsgiving hangover show. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about war games this weekend. NXT war games. So that will be a later show than... I think our Sunday shows typically will be. Um, I don't know if we decided when we would normally do them. Um, I figured if it's for like a show that's on a Sunday, it would just be after that. No, that's but, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like if it's not on a Sunday. Do like nine. Oh, really? I thought we could do like midday. Oh, midday. Yeah. Could do it then. What are people doing on Sundays? Brunch. <laughs> all right stick around twitch we're gonna raid a friend of ours um but in the meantime join us in the live show if you're not already twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast our youtube if you want to catch up on all of our action that is youtube that is on youtube the pinfall podcast if you don't want to see our faces but listen to us on your commute uh Spotify, you can find our audio podcast there. Uh, search the Pinfall Podcast. Twitter is at Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you all on Sunday for NXT TakeOver Wall Games. Now stick around because we're going to raid a friend of ours, T Rex, who is streaming. Uh, what is he streaming? Call of Duty. Ooh. So, ah. Say hi to our buddy, T-Rex. And until uh, Sunday, have a fantastic rest of the week.